Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Last week, uh, there was a lot of questioning whether Frank Reich was coaching for his job or not, right? He was going into the Cowboys game. Uh, the, the, the tides were turning aggressively against him. And we had the conversation, right? Because the question was being asked. It was new, newsworthy. I think it's more likely, though, that he's coaching for his job this week. Last week, it was the hot question. This week, I think it's more of a real question. You're more likely to be coaching for your job against a bad team than a good team. Because it's more, it's like uh, the old journalism thing, right? It is, is dog bites man, that's not crazy news. Man bites dog, that's news, right? That's a headline. It, it's, it's good team beats bad team, that's not news, that's expected. Bad team beats bad team. All right, at least there was some some up in the air there, right? There was there was a, a fair fight that was lost rather than you were just getting beat by a better team. Dallas who who beat Carolina handily a, a, a week ago is 7 and 3 and has embarrassed a bunch of teams already this year. The Giants multiple times. Why would losing to them cost somebody on the Panthers the, their job? The the Panthers, I mean even if everything went well this year, right? If if they hit on their free agency selections. If Bryce Young was playing like a prodigy, if their interior offensive line stayed fully healthy, they still would have a good chance of losing against the Cowboys. Why would that be the game that's the straw that broke the camel's back? Meanwhile, this week, Tennessee is 3-7. and seven. They are the second worst team in the AFC by record. They are being quarterbacked by a guy that went in the second round of the draft that Bryce Young went first overall. That's the kind of game that if you lose, it spurs change. It spurs action. That's the type of loss that hurts. Right? I mean, Dak Prescott is what, a $40, $40 million a year quarterback? $42 million a year quarterback? Pretty pretty well paid. If you lose to a $42 million quarterback, it's like, all right, well, we had a rookie. Like, that's wildly explainable. Yeah, with an established head coach. With and established head coach, a legitimate number one wide receiver, uh, a, uh, sorry, a running back that, that's on a franchise tag and making 10-plus million dollars, some of the best offensive linemen of a generation. We know what the Cowboys bring to the table because Cowboys fans tell us all the time. They're, 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 they're a talented bunch. Losing to them, it's like, well, yeah, we don't have even our best estimations. We were going to hopefully be in, in the mix for that one. But against Tennessee – Ooh, now we're getting interesting. Mm-hmm. Right, you're just a, you're just another team that lost to the Cowboys. You would be the team that got embarrassed by the guy that went in the second round after you traded up to get Bryce Young. You would be the team that is getting embarrassed by other teams that are are often embarrassed this year. The Titans are not one of the better teams in the league. That's the kind of game that ends up coaching for your job. Right, that like if you're David Tepper, you you bought your your you know what was it two point something billion dollar toy, right? You bought your 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 team. You're gonna play fantasy football in real life. 
it's easy to be patient when you're winning the games you should, losing the games you should. It's it's when you lose the games you feel like you should win that get things all amped up, and that is a winnable game. Right? It's the Thursday nighter against Chicago that hurts. Right? If you go look at the Panthers' schedule kind of, uh, you know, step by step when you when you consider the narrative around it, why was the question being asked so often is Frank Wright coaching for his job when you were going into the Dallas Cowboys game? It's because you had just lost to the Chicago Bears. Those are the losses that spur action. You lose to the Chicago Bears, the conversation got accelerated a ton. Maybe we should ask about his job. And oh, by the way, it was on national television. Everybody was watching, and it's embarrassing. And they were starting Tyson Bajan, a guy that was an undrafted rookie free agent in the class that Bryce Young was the first overall pick in. Then you go to Dallas, and oh, look, even though you lost, and lost handily, and and Bryce Young threw a pick six, and Bryce Young fumbled, there's really not many questions going on right now about, is Frank Wright coaching for his job this week? Not nearly as many as there were a week ago. Why? Well, because the Dallas loss isn't as bad on paper. You can explain it away. There's reasons rather than excuses. If you lose to Tennessee, you're coming up with excuses. You're not coming up with reasons. Small difference, right? At least to me, there's a small difference. A reason is legitimate. An excuse, you can tell you're grasping at straws. I don't have my homework. Why? My house burned down. Reason. Yeah. I don't have my homework. Why? Uh, I left my folder at school, so I couldn't do it last night excuse right you're grasping at straws how are we going to prove any of this mm-hmm. you lose to dallas well they're they got a 40 million dollar a year quarterback they're more talented than us reason you lose to tennessee well they're making more lemonade out of their lemons and, and they're a better coached better run organization despite the fact that the the talent level may be close to equal excuse right that that's a lot more difficult to to understand as the owner so i i know there's a lot of people out there that are wondering if Mike Vrabel, the head coach of the Tennessee Titans, is on the hot seat. Now, I'm also wondering as well, like, wait, hold on. From their perspective, you just lost to a 1-9 Panthers team who's not very good. <sighs> if is they this, lose, you're is right. Is this old classic loser lease town match uh, for Vrabel and Reich? I don't think that's fair to Vrabel. Um, I don't disagree, but that could be the situation that we're could in. Could be. You want, to, you want to make this let's play for pink slips, winner takes Vrabel? Okay. <laughs> I mean. I, I'd be interested in it. The thing that, the thing that I like about Vrabel is, uh, like, you know what it is. He's got an identity. The teams he coaches have an identity. If, if Tennessee – that actually might be what it is, right? There is an element of if you coach a system, you are that system, like, right? If, if – uh, if you were an assistant under Jim Beheim for 20 years and somebody hires you, guess what they want? 2-3 zone. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what they're asking for. And if you don't want a 2-3 zone, you don't hire that coach. If, if you are the Tennessee Titans and you have Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel is defense and running the football. That's what he is, right? That's why Derrick Henry made sense there. That's why their defenses were, were, were very talented and would punch you in the mouth. That's why Ryan Tannehill was so highly efficient but so low volume, well, even in his best years, because it was all about the running and the defense. Could this be the game that proves Tennessee proves to Tennessee they don't want that style of football anymore? Maybe, right? If, if you're supposed to be tough, hard-nosed defense and running and you can't bully the Carolina Panthers, maybe they move on from that system. 
But I can tell you right now, if let's say, what is it, loser leaves town? Is that kind of how you described it? Yeah. Like loser loses their job? Uh, if there's a tie and they both lose their job, <laughs> I know that Mike Vrabel's getting more calls than Frank Reich. Yeah. So I think that's kind of how I'm going to phrase this one, right? It might be loser leaves town. I think one of them it would be more deserving than the other. I'll let you figure out based on the conversation we just had which one I think that would be. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a situation where maybe in Tennessee it's just like, all right, this has kind of run its course. Just want to see and something just, new. And just need to just strip also, it all down. Like, you can move on from Henry and, and Hopkins, and you know what? You got Will Levis, restart and restructure everything for the next few years, building around him and a different coach and a different style it, around it all, that. It also might be a we're taking what we have for granted for the Titans. True. Where it's like, hey, the last five years we've been pretty good, but we need to shake it up to get a, to get to the next level, and then the next level is like you know ten straight losing seasons with different coaches. Very well, could be. Think, think. Um, let me think of a good example here. Um, Caldwell with the the oh, Lions, Detroit? yeah. Where it's like, oh, we're tired of nine and ten win seasons. We need to get to a twelve and thirteen win season. Let's move on from Caldwell. Here's half a decade of three win seasons, <laughs> like. I could see that. I could see Vrabel being the the Tennessee Titans of Jim Caldwell. Mm-hmm. Easily. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. Panthers at Titans. Winnable? Like, that. that's where we're at with the, uh, the Panthers. You're not picking games they will win. You're picking games where there is a chance they will win. Is this one possible? If things break their way and things go well and you get a couple lucky breaks, could it be feasible that they win this game? Yes, this one is winnable. Well, you know, three and seven, Tennessee is also going, hey, winnable. They, they might be going likely win. They might be chalking this one up as a dub. Like, this is like a, like, you better win this one. This is, a, this is a win for sure game for them. Uh, it's winnable. The Titans this week with Will Levis, that's winnable. And Will Levis, by the way, has a bit of uh, the Matt Stafford effect going on, right, which is he plays one really good game, and that's what everyone remembers, and that's how everyone's reputation of him. He played a great game his first time out there through four touchdowns, deep balls, a whole bunch of stuff. Since then, come back down to earth in a big way, in an aggressive way. So if I'm the Panthers, I'm looking at this game saying winnable. Winnable, winnable, winnable. Which should be enough to get to get energy up, right? Should be enough to get buy-in. Should be enough to get players showing up ready to work this week. Winnable. But then I start looking at their schedule and I'm going, wait a second, Tampa Bay. I don't think anyone's afraid of Tampa Bay. You could describe that as winnable. New Orleans. I don't I mean, no one's afraid of New Orleans. Atlanta, Green Bay, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay. That schedule is very easy. Now, I'm saying very easy in, like, the general sense of NFL schedules. I'm not saying very easy to a team like the Panthers, but it's very easy. The next seven games are Tennessee, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Atlanta, Green Bay, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay. Really, out of those teams, the only one that's going to scare, you know, a majority of the teams they face is Jacksonville. 
So I was like, all right, let me go look up the rest of, of season schedules, right? Because I'm, I'm, I research, got to get my notes, got to get everything done. So I went and looked up rest of season strength of schedules. So based on win-loss records, the rest of your schedule, uh, who plays the hardest, who plays the weakest, strength of schedule. The Carolina Panthers have the 27th most difficult schedule the rest of the way based on win-loss records. 27th. I was like, wow, it seems like it should be easier than that. Well, I looked up the teams below them. 27th, okay. The 28th hardest, the 30th hardest, the 31st hardest, and the 32nd hardest all play the Panthers. So their strength of schedule dips a bunch because they're playing the only one and nine team in the league. So if if you eliminate the games that the Panthers are playing, uh, you could argue the Panthers have the easiest strength of schedule. Right, everybody else gets the boost of playing the Panthers. The pan- meaning the boost to their, you know, lack of difficulty. The the Panthers can't get that boost because they are them. And I know that was a very confusing conversation. I did my best. So Panthers fans, you have a very, very optimistic schedule down the stretch. This is not to curb that optimism immediately. It is not a situation where the Panthers are going to win seven straight games and head into the offseason with all the momentum in the world. But that doesn't mean it's not an opportunity. It doesn't mean it's not a real and legitimate opportunity. There is very obviously room for the Panthers to play multiple, if not a majority, of close games down the stretch. You might get blown out a time or two. You shouldn't get blown out often. And that is good for everyone. It is great for the development of Bryce Young if he can play in a whole bunch of games that are one-score games. It is great for the development of that defense if they can play in games where the opposing team isn't just running the ball and trying to shorten the clock. Right, If it's a close game, you're going to get the other team's best mix of pass and run, best uh, whatever their best is. Right, If they're a running team, you're going to get running team. If they're a play-action team, you'll get play-action. You'll get their best fastball pitch all the way up through the end of the game. The Panthers haven't gotten that a ton, not from good teams. There's very obviously room for the Panthers to play co- close games and or win a few. Yeah, I'm saying that. There's opportunity for them to win a few with the seven games going down the rest of the schedule. And on top of that, you mix in this, there's no reason for the Panthers not to want to win games. Right? This is not a situation where they should be tanking. This is not a situation where they'll be trying to lose. This is not a situation where they won't be motivated in every way to win. Very obviously, room for the Panthers to play close games, and they should be going full throttle to do so. That's good for the development of those on your roster. And that's kind of exciting. Right? I'd like, we saw it this past weekend. Bank of America Stadium might as well have been Jerry World. Yeah. It was actually kind of disrespectful. Jerry Jones, at the game in Carolina, announced <laughs> that he was putting Jimmy Johnson into the ring of honor back in Dallas. Yeah. Like 20 minutes before the game. It it was as if they were doing an on-field ceremony at home, but it was on the road. But there were so many Cowboys fans, it kind of made sense. Panthers fans, if you're looking for something to be excited about, I I genuinely think this schedule is something that could do that. 
Tennessee is a game that is winnable. And you should celebrate wins. You, you're not uh, conflicted, right? Like when the when the Cardinals win, I think there's some conflict there, right? Because you're seeing like, hey, Kyler Murray's doing great, but you're also going, hmm, that pick's getting worse. There's a lot of that going on across the NFL right now. When the Giants win, great, way to go, DeVito. And then their head, they're going like, Marvin Harrison Jr. might not be realistic. <laughs> Or a quarterback. <laughs> the, the, I mean, you know the Patriots are thinking that. If they if the Pan, if the Patriots squeak out a win, they're going like maybe Drake May won't save Belichick, and 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 there's none of that going on with the Carolina Panthers. Atlanta, winnable, right? I'm not, I'm not scared by Desmond Ritter, who they're putting back in place. Tampa Bay, I mean. If you're scared of Baker Mayfield, you you had him up close and personal here <laughs> last year. I don't know if you should be scared of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Mike Evans might scare you a little bit. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. That, I mean, there's there's some players to uh, Rashad White. There's mm -hmm. some players on that offense to scare you. It's just you know, Baker's the one that's got to get him the ball. Uh, New Orleans. We've talked about them a bunch, but they can't figure out a whole bunch of things. Derek Carr even healthy. Oh, I'm not sorry. Yeah, and yeah, there's that thing also. Uh, Green Bay. I, I like what Jordan Love is doing. I think he's putting together some things, but I'm still not not terrified of him. That's a winnable game. That's a winnable game. That's what it all comes down to. When you're a Panthers fan, you're not counting wins. You're counting winnables. Right? Most you look at like right when you're a playoff team. What do you do? You look at the rest of the schedule. You go win, uh, loss, maybe win, win. Maybe win. All right, we got three wins and two maybes. You look at the Panthers, you're just hoping for maybes. Yeah. Loss, maybe. And then you look this the rest of the schedule is like kind of maybe, maybe. Eh, probably lost, but maybe, maybe. maybe. That's a lot of maybes. I'll take it. You got you got to take what you can get when you're a Panthers fan is what I'm getting after here. It's a chance, like you said, for them to be in some meaningful situations in terms of like fourth quarter drives or whether that's defensively, maybe even, hey, you're up by three with four minutes to go and you have the ball. How do you handle that? And and not pretend meaningful situations, yeah. right? Like, all right, we're down 14, but let's go two-minute drill to get a feel for it. Like, no, it's a one-score game and there's minute 30 before half. This is a two-minute drill for the right reasons. Exactly. Let, let's amp up the intensity and go play. Like, that's important, and the schedule can help. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.